and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at the Emirates, it's finished Arsenal 1, Newcastle United 0. I think many were possibly expecting a cricket score, which didn't happen. We were quite resolute in defence all in, really. Um, we soaked up a lot of pressure and certainly in the second half, once Arsenal couldn't put the game to bed, we, we definitely had a couple of chances to actually go out and, and nick a point there. But I think I think it's a time to be positive again. My last video um, was a little animated, possibly a little angry. I was tired. Um, and the big, I mean, the big, the big headline is now that we are in the relegation zone. The West Ham games are just finished. They won 3-0 against Stoke, also in trouble. We have Huddersfield beating Watford 4-1 away, which is an absolutely incredible result given, given Watts, Watford's recent form. And on top of that, you had Crystal Palace go out and turn Leicester over at the King Power Stadium. So it's been a really bad weekend of results for, for Newcastle United. I don't think anybody was under any illusions about going to the Emirates and coming away with a point. I, th I think most really expected a, a quite heavy defeat. But what we, what we gave them was, um, well, we made it difficult for, for them. And I think we got a bit of that defensive solidity back. It's a 1-0 defeat at a team, yes, who have had a couple of shaky results. Um, a nil-nil against West Ham, who will, well, West Ham being our next opponents. I'll talk about them in a bit of a preview shortly. But Arsenal maybe had a bit of a point to prove. Although saying that, Arsene Wenger plumped for the likes of Jack Wilshere in midfield. He went for Maitland-Niles as well. Who seemed to be playing a bit of a left wing back uh, formation, uh, sorry, a position given Kalazanak was out. And I mean, the game was ultimately decided by what was quite a spectacular goal, technique wise, anyway. Um, Arsenal had been applying pressure to our box. We had a lot of men, we had a lot of bodies uh, between the eventual goal scorer and the goal. Cross came in and it was Alexis Santos, the ball had bubbled up. Alexis Sanchez went to rise and, and, and go for a header, at which point the cells dropped back because he thought, right, I'm needed on the line. It then kind of, he didn't win the header, Alexis Sanchez. I think Lejeune ended up heading it back out. And what is, if you notice on the goal, and you'll see this on the replays, on you might see on Twitter or Match of the Day or Sky or whatever, You'll notice that Ozil sort of hovers on the penalty spot during by the time um, Alexis Sanchez is going for that uh, header on the six-yard line, and what he does just very quite in quite subtle fashion is just sort of dance his way to, to, towards the left of the penalty spot. And away from our players, I think Atsu's probably the nearest player to him, but it's difficult because Ozil's had unbelievable anticipation to call that, to call it the ball's going to land where it lands. He possesses the technique, the superior technique, to be able to catch that 
quite brilliantly. I mean, technique-wise, look at Zidane's Champions League final goal uh, against Leverkusen, I think it was, where I mean, slightly different circumstance, but I think the the shape of the of the technique, the shape of the volley, is very similar to that. The the left-footed strike that sort of hooks. And he's, he's basically, instead of going near post, in which Zidane went, he's gone across. Um, Elliot was back in goal today and, and just couldn't do anything about it. If you wanted to criticise our defenders, I think don't leave such a talented player completely unmarked. As difficult it is to anticipate that ball falling exactly where he's anticipated it would, Ozil, we A can't leave him alone and have that much space to be able to pick out a goal like that. I agree there's caveats to that. And also it's another goal that we've we've conceded where we possibly could and should have had at least one player closing down, like getting right in the face of. I mean, it's happened a lot quicker than say the Mares goal where you kind of knew what he was going to do and you had you probably had a bit of time to actually affect some change in that and we didn't. Whereas that, it, I'm torn between it being an absolutely fantastic goal, which it really was, and us allowing him to be able to, we're, we're facilitating the time for him to be able to set himself and do that. So Ozil's done wonderfully to anticipate, he's done wonderfully with his body shape and the technique to catch it like that on a target across the goal. It really is such a good strike. But it's, it's times like that where you, we, we need to be throwing our face into every single shot and ball. And to be honest, f f f we soaked up after that, we, we, we soaked up such a lot of pressure defensively. I mean, in the end, stats-wise, you're looking at, they've had about 23, 25 shots Arsenal today. And they've only managed to get five of those on target. Many were blocked, many were off target. So you could argue that, you know, they were, they were sort of firing blanks a little bit. Whereas... They've had five on target, we've had two on target, which in, in contrast is, is, is pretty good considering how little possession we had and we're, you know, we're talking like low 30s possession-wise for the, for the, for the, across the 90. <clears throat> and second half, I thought, I thought we played pretty well, solidly. It, it's difficult to keep being positive after defeats and certainly a defeat that takes us into the bottom three, finally, where I think is an absolute wake-up call if, if recent results haven't been. Being in the bottom three is, is, is really quite something else in terms of your psychology. But, you know, we're not that many points away from, from 12th position, for example. I think we're only about... I think we're only about three points away from 12th. That's how tight it is along, the, along the, 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 the second half of the table. I think Huddersfield are, have a bit of daylight between a uh, 12th place and they're up into 11th after their win. And I think they have 21, 22 points at the minute. So there's a bit more of daylight between there. But to get to mid-table, you're talking about a win and a draw, a couple of wins. We have West Ham next which is going to be an absolutely huge game. West Ham's form has been really, really strong the last three games. They beat Chelsea, they drew 0-0 to Arsenal, and just now they've got a very convincing 3-0 victory away to Stoke, who seem to be in free fall as well. I mean, 
you were hoping as a Newcastle fan that teams like Crystal Palace wouldn't be picking up away wins, like teams like Huddersfield, who have been very prone to a tonking recently, they've gone and dished out their own punishment on, on, a, on, on an informed Watford, 4-1, there was a couple of red cards in that game, but one apiece, so actually still pretty impressive. So that would seem to be out of nowhere. And I just think the West Ham game, as, as, as I supposed in the, in, the, in the previous match report, that the West Ham game was going to be a, a, you know, a genuine relegation six-pointer. I think there's, there were no doubt about that. Arnautovic scored against Chelsea. He scored again today against Stoke. Lanzini got himself two assists as well. So he's starting to show the form that he has in previous years and they're starting to just settle and stabilise West Ham, whereas we're still scrapping around. And it, 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 I think we can take a lot of positives from this defeat at, at Arsenal and, and given that everyone thought it was going to be uh, an absolute trouncing, we held, we, we, we held defensively, we held our own largely, um, you know, one of the league's best attacking outfits. They score a lot of goals. They've got some incredible players who can create chances and score. Sanchez, Lacazette, and Ozil's come into form the last couple of months as well. Players that Ramsey weren't in today, but it's, it's the, the wealth and the depth of attacking talent that they've got in the squad that we can't really match. But today we, we did a really, I think we did a really noble job today and stood up to them. And towards the last 20 minutes, we really had a go, you know. Um, Gail came on and um, I thought Marino played well throughout, actually. He had a nasty crack of heads, um, which with Koscielny, I think it was, who it didn't seem to, you know, it, it seemed to be quite a nasty one, that, but... You know, he, he managed to he managed to get up and shake it off, but uh, replaced by Diarmi later in the game. But we really kind of took the game, and, and when Richie came on, he looked dangerous. He so he whipped in a really good ball for Perez, who had a couple of chances himself. But he had the, a header at the back post that you'd think had that fall in the Hosselu. Could he have could Hosselu have steered that in across the keeper from? When you're watching it, it looked like it might have been closer than it was, but it was actually quite far away. Then you had a chance that came to the edge. Gale laid it off uh, for Hoslu on the edge of the box. He had a strike. It's hit one of their defenders, and it's just gone... I mean, the keeper's rooted. Petacek's rooted to the middle of the goal, and it's just gone past his right-hand post. It's this look that that could bounce anywhere. It was very similar to that shot at Old Trafford, I think it was, where... Um, I think it was Murphy's had a shot and Gale just kind of tried to deflect it and it's just gone past the post. I mean, it, it, things just don't seem to be falling for us. It's not an excuse, the luck thing, because I think over a course of a, se over a season, um, it, everything comes around, you know. But we're just not getting the rub of the, the, rub of the green there. And I thought if we could have just nicked a, a, a cheeky goal at the end, and we certainly have the chances, but 10 shots, two on target. It's 20%, you know, 20% of our shots have any chance of, of, of scoring and that's just not good enough. I mean, it comes back to this lack of firepower up front. You look at the Everton game, you think, had we managed to get a goalkeeper in, would we have made that mistake? Would we have conceded? Possibly not. 
Um, if a proper strike had been on the end of that Richie cross tonight with the right foot, could we have got a point? Yeah, possibly. So January reinforcements are going to be really important. Obviously, we've heard news this week that transfer talks are underway. Although I'm pretty sure Rafa still doesn't know what budget he's got. And the whole takeover uncertainty, we, a lot of people might have jumped the gun. Journalists and, and, and news outlets have jumped the gun possibly on, a, on an agreement of a price. It's, it's, it's all up in the air at the minute and it's really not helping the team. And while there's been a lot of criticism of Rafa Benitez, which... I don't agree with, to be honest. I don't think he's blameless, but he's not the person to be pointing fingers at at this very minute. He's the one person who can help get us out of this. I think he went with the right formation today. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think he realised that the, 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 the physical threat that Arsenal pose, and he's put... That's why he's dropped Gale, basically, because I think you'd get battered around by the, the centre-backs that, that Arsenal possess. <clears throat> so... And he, and he wanted to link up Perez and Hosselu again. I think Diame certainly didn't warrant starting again, as much as I don't appreciate the uh, the, the cheers, that, uh, sarcastic cheers he got against Everton. He didn't play well enough and he definitely shouldn't have been starting. Richie was dropped as well in favour of Murphy and Atsu. Darlow was dropped after his... Well, it was a howler, wasn't it, against Everton? Basically cost us the game. Um, those that you know that that, that 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 poor mistake. So, yeah, Dummett wasn't fit enough to start. So Mankio was there. So we, Hayden came in. You know, I, 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 we're just at the minute we're struggling to still find our best eleven and our best formation. I think there's. You know, there's defensive potential with this four-two-three-one with Hosselu at, at the pinnacle. I think that there's still attacking potential with the four-four-two, with the Gale and Hosselu, possibly at home, and a possibly four-two-three-one away or at home to maybe tougher teams. But to be honest, now we're in a position where almost every team that we're playing is a tougher team, is a better team because we're sinking like a stone. We're in the relegation zone, and. The best thing Mike Ashley can do for us now is to speed up this process, get out while while he can. It's as good as it's going to get because if he does nothing, we're going to be dragged into relegation and it's going to be no no turning back. Will that threaten the, the takeover? Very possibly. But the longer he waits, the longer Rafa Benitez doesn't know how much money he's got to spend in January, doesn't know which of his targets or how many of his targets he can actually get, and we, 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 need, we need deals in motion for as soon as the transfer window opens. We don't want to be go, go, going into January and, and getting the mid-January and suddenly, right, yeah, you've got 30 million, right, off you go. It's too late. We're going to miss out. We're going to miss out. So we've got West Ham next. It, it, it's an absolutely massive, massive game. They've got their tails up. As much as Everton had when we played them, they had their tails up, but Everton didn't seem to show much at home when we played them at St. James's the other night. As much as they were sort of reinvigorated, they, they, they still seemed blunt. It was just we were blunter and we, <laughs> we, we, you know, we had a couple of unlucky chances off the post, but we need to be creating more. We need to be 
we just need a few goals. Christ, we, we need to do what, what Huddersfield have done on the end of a few Tonkins is to just put four past somebody to give us the confidence. But we're struggling. We're really struggling. And it's, you know, nobody thought we we're going to beat Arsenal today. But you, again, it's looking where the three points are going to be. We need to be looking for a win against West Ham. But I think what he'll do is... I think he'll go 4-2-3-1 again. I think he'll probably pick largely the same team. I think Richie had a good impact off the bench, so he might come in for maybe Murphy, potentially. I think he'll stick with Marino Hayden. And if Dummett's fit, we might see Dummett start. I think Elliot will retain his place as well. But I think, say, with Atsu back in the team, it really gives us that added um, pace and threat and potency on the wings. And I, I think if we got Dummett back in and just added a bit of a bit of balance, you know, we're lacking that bit of balance. I really like the way Yedlin uh, brought the ball out of play today to turn defence into, you know, to begin attacks, to get the ball into midfield, to give it to Marino, to kind of caress around the pitch. What we need to do against West Ham is put them under pressure because even now that London Stadium still doesn't feel like home to West Ham as much as they've had a good couple of weeks. They could very easily turn. They could drop the confidence. They haven't been great this season, neither have we. So you'd like to think it was a bit of 50-50 really and you'd like to think that we'd start to dig in hard the players have cancelled their Christmas party, quite rightly, I think, but it shows a very good attitude nevertheless. I think having Lascelles back in defence gives us the right attitude and concentration as much as, you know, he's not he's not the greatest defender we've ever had, but, he, but I think he makes his mouth go in a positive way to keep everyone in check, keep everyone in line, keep concentration and focus high, which we have to be because we're, the last couple of months we've been getting punished for individual defensive mistakes and when you're punished for them you, you, it just takes one one misjudgment of, uh, of a situation and it's a defensive error and they've scored and it, it, that's how brutal the Premier League is and we've really learned that the hard way the last couple of months and we've been playing essentially with a championship squad it's the same old themes it's the same old themes we've lost again it's because of this we've lost again it's because of this it's an improvement that we've only conceded two goals in the last two games, but we haven't scored. And it's no point in trying to keep a clean sheet and play for a draw like that, because ultimately, once you concede, your game plan goes out the window. You need to be, you need to be pushing resource into the final third for, for creating chances, for scoring, for getting shots on target, and for testing the goalkeeper, asking questions of the, of the opposition defence, West Ham have Adrian back in goal because Joe Hart's been dropped. I think he's been playing well. But they're, they're, they're shaky defensively as well. I think it could easily be a 1-1. I think if we... Look, we were... In the end, we were quite unlucky not to come away from the Emirates with a, with a point. And think about how big a point would have been for, for, for confidence and mentality. So what we need to do is... I don't want to say play the same way as we did tonight because I think we can afford to be a bit more assertive against West Ham. Really put the pressure on them. We have a first half like we've had against Everton, against Bournemouth, first half an hour at Man, uh, Man United, uh, first 
first 20 minutes, uh, 25 minutes at Chelsea, if we hit West Ham like that, early doors, out the traps early, and put them under pressure, win a few corners, have a few shots, watch how quickly their, their crowd will turn. Watch how fast they'll become nervous, they'll feel the tension from around them. And I think that's how we beat them. I genuinely do. I think that's how we get to them. And that's how we grow in stature and confidence. We need to come out on top. We need to show our teeth first. It's a relegation six-pointer. We lose that, we lose ground, and we sink deeper into the relegation zone. It's really going to be crucial. Around Christmas time, we've always got more games coming up. We've got the Man City game as well to think of. <clears throat> it's at home. Anything can happen. They've been... They've, one of the best Premier League starts ever, I think it, it is Man City. And as time of recording, they're beating Tottenham as well. So that's going to that's going to be that's going to be a crazily hard ass. But football's strange. You, you do, it's 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 those moments where you think, well, we absolutely have no hope. Kind of like tonight, we've got absolutely no hope. That you think, well, actually, we've probably come closest to getting a point here than we have. In, in other previous games, say against Watford at home, you know, it was, it, we had more chance of beating Arsenal away than we did of beating Watford at home. It, it's absolutely crazy football. Anything can happen. We don't know what's going to happen. And in terms of a preview, <laughs> I might be talking complete crap, but it, you don't know. We just have to keep backing Rafa, his tactics, the players. Let's not at the, man, at the mentions in, on Twitter and, and, and give them some give them some abuse that's not going to help anybody it, it's, it's really not we need to show them that we're behind them fan base at the Emirates was unbelievable again singing Rafa's name singing his heart out shows that, it, that we're still with him and we are there's a crazy minority that aren't but yeah let's, let's let, let them crack on I'm fully behind Rafa and we don't, even though we've sunk into the relegations and we don't feel like a team that's not fighting, that doesn't have spirit, we have spirit. We are fighting. We're putting effort in. We're just lacking quality. And where does this, where does this all go back to? You've guessed it, Mr. Mike Ashley. Lack of investment, no depth. We haven't got the players to put the, the most, the most heralded and coveted players in the world are attackers because they put the ball in the back of the net. And putting the ball in the back of the net gets your points, wins your games. It's as simple as that. We haven't got that quality to be able to do that. So as much as we can improve our defensive solidity, which I feel we really, really have been doing, and we, we, we you know, we did not look fools at the Emirates. We didn't. We went down to a spectacular goal, which, as I mentioned before, maybe we could have thrown a body in the way, but look, that, that, that's such a good clean hit. Ozil's world-class. He's world-class. And we're not going to be facing an Ozil every, every week as well. That's the, the other thing to consider. So if not for a, an anomalously world-class strike from Ozil, we've, we've held them, you know, and we're getting closer. I really feel we're getting closer. We've had all the, the, the bad luck that I think we can have. It's our turn. If we go to West Ham with the right mentality, with the assertion, with a fight and aggression, I feel we can get something. I really, really do. There's no reason why we cannot beat them. There isn't. Despite their form, no reason. Moyes is not a tactical mastermind. He's just not. 
lucky to be in that job. So we'll see what we can do. Thanks so much for watching another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. Apologies for the, um, the lack of quality of the recent videos. My, my PC's packed in, which is a bit of a terrible situation. It's one of the other reasons why um, the audio podcast for the Evan game hasn't gone out yet. I'll try and put that up this weekend. So bear with me. I'm trying to churn the videos out as much as I can. Uh, I'll get caught up on the podcast as well. We'll hopefully get the quality improved um, as you used to. Apologies, but I just wanted to get at least something out for you guys um, and try and be consistent and get something out after every single game. So you keep coming back. Please subscribe to the channel as always. Once well, we have got obviously some audio podcasts as well on iTunes and SoundCloud once I can get that situation sorted and get the last couple up as well. Follow us on Facebook. We're on Twitter as well. Thanks very much. I've been Adam. On a West Ham, it's going to be huge. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye.